As Abu Uhayha takes his seat by the Kaaba, they're the seniors of Mecca, namely Abu Sufyan bin Harb, Utbah bin Rabi'ah, Abu Jahl bin Hisham, and all the seniors come to greet him. And now he poses this question to them. What is this that I hear Sa'ad bin Abi Waqqas and few others have started to emulate Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? And now there was an argument between Sa'ad and someone and then there was a fight that broke out and Sa'ad shed his blood or struck him on the head that his blood was shed or blood started leaking out. And then Abu Uhayha said, I take oath by the names of my deities. He took his oath at that time, namely Laat and Uzza. If you all remain taking this matter in jest and not taking up this matter seriously, just because you worried about Banu Hashim, I myself will sort them out. And I will make sure that the, that the God, Ilah, the God of Ibn Abi Kabsha, will never be worshipped in Makkah again. Now he spoke very disrespectfully, in a derogatory manner. They would refer to Nabi wasallam in a manner of disdain where they said, the son of Abu Kabsha. Abu Kabsha was the husband of Halima Sa'adiyah where Allah's Nabi wasallam was there during his suckling period. So they would sometimes refer to him like that to degrade him because his father Abdullah and his mother Amina and his grandfather Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's grandfather Abdul Muttalib were noblemen. So they would find different means of trying to degrade the messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Anyway, in that he gets up, he joins, his people join him, his parade and now he departs from there. The only one that stayed behind was his son Khalid. Now Khalid was a youngster. He went to sit with others and he's trying to gather information about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He can't understand the extent of the hatred that his father bears regarding the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he was a youngster with a pure heart. Anyway, that night he returned home. He did not muster up the courage to even go greet his father that evening. He went straight to his bedding, to his room, and he tried to sleep. But sleep did not come to him. The entire night he was restless. And what was occupying his mind was none other than Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Anyway, then came in the last portion of the night. It was tahajjud time. It was the time when Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam would wake up and make dua for humanity's hidayat. He would cry to Allah for humanity to get hidayat. That portion of the night when sleep came to Khalid and he then slept and went into a deep sleep. And not long after that, he woke up in a shock. He was shocked because of what he had seen in his dream. As soon as he saw this, he said, I take oath by Allah that this dream is true. Ahlifu billah What I have seen is certainly true. What he saw was, he found himself standing on the edge of a valley, a valley of Jahannam, a pit of hell that was so deep that he could not see its depths. He could not see how deep it was and it was blazing. And the fire was sounding severe, severe sounds of 
of the of, of the breath of a fire and it was tearing his heart apart and he tried to escape this fire and every time he tried to take a different direction he finds his father grabbing him harshly trying to push him push him into this pit and as he would try to resist and save himself his father would continuously push him further and as he was about to fall into the spit muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam rushes and comes to the rescue grabbing him and pulling him out of the pit and then muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam grabbed his waist with both his hands and with severity pulled him out and rescued him from the depths of the spit of hell this was the dream he saw as soon as he got up he went straight to none other than hazrat abu bakr siddiq radhiyallahu anhu a man loved by all and a man who was a master in the interpretation of dreams